listening to Delicious, Delicious Tea, Tea Podcast by Megan and Rena. where each week we talk about different topics from genuine conversations, spilling the tea, and feeling more confident. This week on Delicious Tea, we're going to be talking about the K-pop industry. Um, I think this is kind of both of our ideas, but um, I kind of brought it up to Rena because I was like, I'm really, really into Blackpink, which is a K-pop group and I thought it'd be kind of fun to talk about the k-pop industry because I feel like there's so much behind it um that people don't realize I guess yeah it didn't start honestly until recently um like for example my parents generation probably went through like the first boy band group ever that was like more hip-hop k-pop towards Mm -hmm. because any because korea is a very conservative country and our music used to like not be allowed to swear and it used to be very like old folk tale songs in a way you know like no like beats and it was very like traditional not like like western music music. exactly Mm, and like that was probably my grandparent grandparents generation and then around like 1980s i would say like k-pop really started um changing like you would start seeing like street fashion um like baggy clothes with like long hairs for like boys with like rapping everywhere and um slowly the country has um grown we have finally legalized medical marijuana oh um that made a big difference at the game. <laughs> I'll just say the 1980s in America, too, I just feel like it kind of popped off with music, too. Right. In terms of beat, in terms of, like, let's go, guys. Um, like, obviously, Psy from Gangnam Style, like, made K-pop really globally wide. But Oh, yeah, Psy. I was like, yes. who's Psy? I was like, like, Psy was the one yeah. who, like, really made, like, everybody around the world, like, know what he, K-pop was. He popped off in America. Like, yeah, he I changed would say, the game. Like, tw- what, when did Gangnam Style It was 2012, I yeah, think. Yeah, I was a freshman. I, I remember that. That was, like, that was, like, the shit. Like, <laughs> it was crazy like, how everyone big was, was watching getting. the music videos. Yeah. There was a parody behind one I of know. his songs I saw, for like, the election American... of 2012. Yes. Everyone, like, everyone was doing um, Flash Mob. Like, yes, everyone would the do, flash mob. use his songs everywhere around the whole world yeah. for flash mobs which is like so cool like i wanted to be a part of that. he um honestly he actually has um he made enough money where he came so he's under yg yg oh, okay. is the company that made blackpink okay um, sai was in yg too and he left yg to make his own company because mm-hmm. he's probably like filthy rich right now yeah um yeah. and i actually you probably don't know these artists but jesse and Hyuna are like two of my top favorite um, female K-pop idols, and they work for Psy right now. They oh. went underneath Psy because Psy oh, is wow. very like do Did whatever they do some you songs want. With him? Not like with him together, but oh. he's the one. His company is the one funding the okay. music videos, the making songs, the song, the outfits. Produce. Okay, yeah, all of that. Wow, the music. so he kind of made his own like yeah, company. his own kingdom. Wow, yeah, it's he's... crazy. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, uh, but I did want to talk about, like, how much money K-pop makes. Oh, yeah. Can we? Like, I was, when I was researching this, I was like, uh-huh. Um, <laughs> apparently, their sales, like, revenue was $562.24 million U.S. dollars. Oh, my gosh. Um, 
honestly, I think though the whole industry is worth over a billion dollars. I, I, I know it's definitely it's definitely worth well more over that. Um, I know that when you uh, before you become like famous. Um, you know, industries will invest in a certain person if they really like them, and it can they can be worth millions. So oh, like, yeah. Invest them. So they invest into, in them, and they they're make gambling. They're they, literally gambling. They these. make sure. So they have a lot of restrictions for these people. Oh like, yeah. Like you can't have social media. Yeah, we'll talk about. You can't the have restrictions. a bad background. Yeah. Like if you do have a bad background, like this also this also like happened not recently, but I think it was like 2013. It was like going around Facebook because there's a lot of like trainees that mm-hmm. are in um these companies and these trainees will text their like old classmates and mm-hmm. go like hey i'm really sorry i like bullied you this year or something oh. because they're trying to like clear up their past oh you know gosh. but then it's so wow. fake because they're just doing that just so, so that they can so like they, they become a celebrity and, and they're like, oh, just, shoot, they're a celebrity, they're making money. Now I gotta, like... <laughs> now I gotta clean my background. Yeah, where's the beef? No. <laughs> so it's really intense because when somebody is exposed of their, like, background, they get very a lot of hate. Like, it's oh, an yeah. issue. Because um, it's very important to keep your image clean. You know, it reminds me, this is kind of off topic, but um, it reminds me of a lot of YouTubers and a lot of people in America that are, you know, millennials, whatever, that make a lot of money and um, they're doing really good, like Shane Dawson, for example, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, like, there's somebody that's gonna, like, be on Twitter, like, oh, look, this will happen, like, 10 years ago, you know? Um, and, you know, they want a good image, you know? Exactly. For, it's like, for forever, every celebrity, yeah. like, you always have that um, past that might haunt you, that, like, yeah. obviously you, yourself, and, like, people that like you love and love you back around you are fine but if you're a public figure there's gonna be there's gonna be people out there that aren't okay with your past um so i wrote down um i forgot to mention this uh bts added more than four billion (laughs) to um the korean economy I'm not That's surprised. That's actually insane. They've they've <laughs> came so far. They're like they're sponsoring Coca Cola. They're oh going yeah. To, they're in plenty of songs with tons of different tons of celebrities. Art, from yeah, celebrities. It's actually it's, it's crazy. crazy. Yeah, they're really getting like especially over here. Like everyone knows that America. You know, not saying we have the best music, but you know, I think whenever somebody from another country collabs a bunch with our Western artists, like, it really, like, everyone's like, oh my god, who's that? Like, kind of like Blackpink, you know? Blackpink really popped off, especially, like, when they did a few songs with some people, so. Oh, and TikTok, TikTok. (laughs) It, yeah, it's the social medias that really popped them off. Right. So, I have some information about, like, K-pop trainees. Oh, yeah. So, um, you can audition as early as 12 years old. Wow. But it's recommended to get a full two years of experience in dancing and vo- vocal training. So, if you were to, like, train as a 12-year-old, then you would audition as a 14-year-old. Oh, um, okay. If you are younger than that, you do need a legal guardian to accompany you during your whole time. Wow. Yeah. Like, 12, like even if, wow. That's... And the average age, that's really young though, 12. I think that's <laughs> yeah, that's not even young. like that's not even like when you turn thirteen. Yeah, 
Like, your wow. boobs are still growing, girl. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, that's... Oof. The average age of those that audition is 18 years old, and they range from 12 to 25. But, like, you should, like, at least still be, like, starting your training, like, at the age of 16. So, wow. so me and Megan, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess we're it's past too late the age limit. Me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's so young. It's crazy. And the thing that... I think the problem with, like, the age is that these girls are still developing their brain. Oh, yeah. The and they're so young the and, like, needing to deal with, like, the public at such a young age. I don't think it's, like, a healthy Yeah, imagine growing mindset. up and, like, you can't get in trouble on social media. You can't. Right. You can't do anything bad. And it's a really you know? high risk because just because you auditioned for a certain company and you get accepted as a trainee isn't a guarantee that yeah. you will actually become a k-pop star That's you are true. competing against like hundreds so of other many, people yeah and you really have to like stand out and you have to commit like 30 hours a week yeah you know like you don't have time for school but you're in the age where you should be going to school so oh, you're yeah. doing like all or nothing Definitely. and i actually had a friend that told me that she knew somebody that was a k-pop trainee and then she was there for like four years and yeah. then she got cut off so like what do you do now like four yeah, years of no like, school yeah, like college, yeah you, what do you if you're 16 do you go back to like you go back to being a sixth grader you're you literally know? gambling your life like you you're are. literally like throwing your everything in and you're like All so right, it really see. has to like i feel like you have to commit to being a k-pop star as like if i don't become one i'm gonna die like it's either that or yeah. nothing you know over annually in korea they have you know the debut like thing um for everybody so like over a hundred groups will do de- debut in south yeah, korea and but only five percent will yeah, like actually make it, make it to the and top and if they make it like you can make some money but like are you gonna be consistent? Yeah, are you gonna be like Blackpink? Are you gonna be like BTS? Are you gonna be? And nobody says you have to be, but it's like you know, it, it's just like the the companies want to see like how big they can <laughs> really get. Like, yeah. it's like when they first audition, but the company isn't big enough to like make them big before they audition. Oh, you know I what see I'm what saying. You mean. So big companies really like YG to... and SM, like when they announce that they're gonna like come with a new co- group, mm-hmm. like. Half the population of Korea already knows about them. Yeah. So it's almost like a guarantee that they're going to get first place when they come out with their first song because oh, they're such big companies. Gotcha. But there's like like so many smaller companies that make groups, but like just because they make a group and they like put them out there doesn't mean they're going to get famous right away. It's yeah. really hard to get famous and to like get there. Um, I don't know if this is true, but contracts usually last like seven years. Yeah. So you want to avoid trouble. I mean, they are they have to maintain a public image. They got to maintain their weight, their looks. Their, they got to do media training. They got to, you know, specifically stay out of trouble, you know. So when you're growing up, like, you know, there's some teenagers that can, or young adults that can, um, you know, get in trouble and, or their past comes to haunt, you know, whatever it is. Um, yeah, it really is a um, full commitment. Mm-hmm. that you do have to make and some for some people it's like the best thing that they've ever done in their life and mm-hmm. for some people it's very unfortunate but usually yeah. what happens is that if you are a trainee mm-hmm. um and you don't make it usually you'll just go to a smaller company and still like make it and become a k-pop star 
you won't yeah. be as big as Blackpink, but you'll still be yeah. something, you know? Um, it's crazy. I, I know that, um, so, like, groups are given, like, once they, like, figure out, you know, how, like, what people they think, like, goes together or whatever, um, they'll usually be given, like, a name and, like, a concept for their single and albums, and then for them it's, like, what does it take to be a k-pop idol you know like what's you know what makes blackpink bts you know so different from all the like smaller ones you know and i guess it's a matter of how they get out there and what they look like you know Obviously, their music videos yeah. you know it's one thing i wrote down that's just like blows my mind is youtube like people really don't understand how much money people are making off of youtube like youtube is like one platform where you can make money like especially when you're in the music industry like they're um a lot of these k-pop companies like they have millions of followers on youtube not that that matters so much it's like the views you know they pop off with these amazing music videos like all the k-pop yeah um, it's been honestly like they make millions like millions on their videos music videos like up the game for every other oh music yeah video no that's what makes americans be like oh my god what's this you know or like i don't really understand what they're saying half the time but like this music video is like really cool and like especially for younger audiences like teenagers in america they're like they love social media they love uh youtube but like you know most of the videos have like how many views like 400 million five you know how much money you make off 400 million views on a video that is like worth like I think, like, hundreds and hundreds of thousands. Just for one video. I know um, that, like, the K-pop, like, Psy, he, you know, his music videos are super... You guys gotta look it up, because they're unique. Let's just... Oh, yeah. You probably heard he of his songs. He has a fun personality, too. That's his, I oh, like I forgot to say this in the beginning, but um, K-pop music is kind of like a blend between, like, electronic, pop, hip-hop. I mean, R&B. It, honestly, I remember I saw like an interview of this like this dude that's like a hip hop dude from K-pop, and he's like, mm-hmm. I don't understand the term K-pop because like it makes it seem like there's a certain type of music mm-hmm. that's categorized to K-pop, but mm-hmm. it's not that. Like but each K-pop can be pretty different in terms of like how the music sounds and like that's the point. Like every music, like sometimes I feel like some of the music from K-pop, like doesn't sound any different from like the music they make here in america yeah you know? i but think then, they're like, putting the word get, k-pop to it so people we like, just get labeled K- as Korean k-pop pop. yeah yeah and then yeah. it just like becomes this idea that like we have this like fun electronic music but yeah. we're actually not really that much different other yeah. than the fact that we speak korean in our lyrics but it's like so different for americans and maybe like europeans to be able to like listen to this music because i don't know like i'm i'm obsessed like i've i've known about k-pop since it's very Psy. catchy yeah it's very catchy i've known i've known since Psy, but i never actually like i knew bts when they came out like oh they're pretty good but i never like went into it. i never like went in and listened to all their songs like but then blackpink i'm like wait a second <laughs> i like i think i specifically like blackpink because i think like i've listened to plenty of our k-pop but I think I just like them because I feel like they have more... Their both. music is a lot more bass and a lot more powerful. Yeah, I was going to say more, They're like, electronic. <laughs> yeah, Blackpink's, like, you would listen to a rave. You would listen to a... Con- like, exactly, you would turn and it I, I like that birthday. so much you would, better. Yeah, and it has so much bass, and 
like it's like you want to drink and have fun to like their kind of music i'm not saying like you need to drink but like it's fun it's just their like music is really fun to listen to very different fun so um it's very important for a k-pop star to be very good at dancing Dancing is actually a little bit more important than singing because K-pop is all about... That does not surprise me Yeah, K-pop is all about dance visuals. You have to perform, you know, you're giving you a really... performance. You can always, um, like, record your voice, like, prior, and just, like, have yeah. that just, like, on You know what, that's, that's funny you said that because um, I just realized that it's true that dance really is very important because... Now that I think about it, think about Psy. Like, wait a minute, how did he pop off his, his dance? His dance. He literally like made he made a signature dance. Yeah, move. the for each each of his songs. If you don't know, he has a signature. So like when people listen, they're like, oh, I know how to. I know what to do. Like if you don't know Gangnam Style or Gangnam, I don't know how to say it, but Gangnam. Yeah, it's <laughs> it, like if you don't know that dance, like I don't know what world you're living in, but it's you know the horse dance. It catches mm-hmm. them. Yeah, the horse dance. It really catches you in. To listen to their music, too. And same with Blackpink. Like, when I watch their music videos, I'm like, I want to learn that dance. Like, that looks kind of challenging, but, like, really cool. And same with a bunch of other music yeah, videos. It's, it's, it's the idea of perfecting the performance. But that's so different than American. Like, a Western. Like a lot more voice. We're like, forward. oh, like, cool music video. Like, dope. But, like, yes. we care more about how well they actually sing in real life. Yeah. And then I'm not... But I think Blackpink and, like, they don't sound bad at all. They don't sound I, bad. I saw, I listened to them, I saw a live video of them well, at Coachella. Well, YG's a big company and they make sure that, like, yeah, the girls they not, chose can you know, actually why, sing yeah. and dance. Exactly, you know? yeah. It's, like, why would you try to make them big if they're actually going to sound like crap? Yeah. <laughs> and go to Coachella. Like, the they're the first K-pop band to be at Coachella. Like, <laughs> of course they're going to want them to sound amazing yeah thanks for listening to us rant about uh k-pop because that's what we want to do (laughs) make sure to follow us on delicious tea podcast on instagram i post updates and we have the bio for our spot in the bio we have our spotify and our youtube links so you can listen to us don't forget we post every sunday morning and thank you for listening Bye. bye